Welcome to Smart Creation, the podcast, an invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion. Every other Wednesday, Adrian, your host, talks to key players in the fashion industry to discover new products and understand the challenges behind offering more responsible fashion and learn the solution available today. This podcast is brought to you by Première Vision, the leading event organizer for fashion professionals. To find out more, go to www.premiervision.com. Discover and enjoy. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening Smart Creation, the podcast. Uh, I am very happy to welcome Sylvia Happel. She's head of business development in Europe for lending. Hello, Sylvia. Yeah, hello, Adrian. Nice to meet you. I'm very nice to meet you too. Um, my very first question is, could you please uh, introduce yourself? Uh, what is uh, your job in the, your, in the company? What has been your, your pathway as well before, uh, before working for Lensing? And uh, secondly, I would like you to introduce Lensing. What is Lensing? Okay, yeah. Uh, as you said, yeah, my name is uh, Sylvia Happel. I'm uh, head of business development at Lansing. And yeah, my career started as a textile in engineer. I studied textile engineering. And in the first years of my career, I worked as a textile designer. And yeah, in uh, 2004, I joined Lansing uh, in business development. At the beginning, I was responsible for the German-speaking and Scandinavian market, worked with brands and retailers there and yeah since um, one and a half years I'm now head of business development and my team is a direct contact for brands retailers and fabric mills in Europe um, yeah to inform them about the different fiber types why are they sustainable um, their properties so which fiber types are the most suitable uh, for the products um, but um, of course also help them to develop products with our fibers, for example, to help them to find the right supply chain uh, partners, um, show them fabrics, products with our fibers, and last but not least, to connect them with other departments at Lansing, uh, for example, the communication department to create slogans and claims for our fibers. Yeah, and Lansing, um, yeah, we produce uh, wood-based cellulosic fibers since more than 80 years. So three different generations, viscose, modal, and lyocell fibers, which are known under the brand names Lansing Ecovero for the viscose fibers and Tencel for our lyocell and modal fibers. And Lansing um, is an Austrian company, so the headquarter is in Upper Austria, around 60 kilometers from Salzburg. So it's a very beautiful touristic region. And so this location is actually the reason why Lansing had to invest already very early in environmental technology. So we are producing mainly viscose fibers and you know viscose fibers um, yeah, generate wastewater and sulfur emissions which can be very polluting and Beginning of the 1990s, uh, we have been forced by the Austrian government um, 
to do something because um, yeah, the, the river behind uh, which is going through the production site was very polluted. It was very smelly. These sulfur emissions are very smelly. And then we invested in wastewater treatment, but also in uh, recovery technology for um, yeah for the process chemicals. And since then, so we are very proud that we yeah we are now producing in a very uh, yeah environmental conscious way and that our fibers are known as very sustainable. Fantastic. Um, what does sustainable fashion means uh, according to you? Yeah, at Lansing, uh, of course, uh, sustainability is a very complex topic and it involves many uh, different aspects. So for us, of course, the wood sources are very important. So we make wood-based uh, fibers and it's important that we take only wood from sustainable forestry. So we take wood, for example, uh, from plantations, which are FSC certified, but also from semi-natural forests. But also the fiber production itself is very important important mm. so that uh, the impact so the wastewater um, is as low as possible or the water consumption but also the sulfur and the greenhouse gas emissions mm. and of course also important for us is circularity in general so that means for our fibers that they come from nature and go back to nature so all our fibers are compostable so there are no there is no microplastic pollution but also circularity in the meaning that we are using um, post industrial and post consumer cotton waste to make uh, our fiber so we created a new uh, fiber under the name refibra and uh, so there we are using not only wood but also 30% uh, cotton waste okay but you mix with a uh, with a virgin material yes this we mix with uh, with wood and of course also afterlife is or as a using phase is very important so the durability um, of the products and um, that people really like to wear them so our fibers mm. or products with our fibers are very com uh, comfortable okay. so people really like to wear them and I think this is also a very important aspect that people mm. use uh, their products or the uh, the fashion products as long as possible and of, of course. course when you like products you wear them more often and I think mm. this is also very important mm. Mm. Um, when it comes to, to certification uh, you, you talk about FSC for example mm -hmm. uh, what have you the, the other uh, certification in uh, in your In, in your in the process that you are that you are using yeah as i said so the we are for the wood we have the fsc certification but mm. we have also the pfc uh, certification uh, for the beech wood which comes from austria this okay. is more regional certification and for mm -hmm. the production um, process we have the european eco label i think this is also very unique we are the only fiber producer who has the European eco-label and the mm. European eco-label is only given to products which have a, a higher environmental standards and mm. other comparable products in the market. Fantastic. Uh, and of course, we have also other certifications like the uh, Ecotex 100 standard. So most of, of our fibers have the uh, level one for baby products, so also mm -hmm. very high standard. 
Okay. And we have the USDA uh, certificate, uh, USDA bio-based certificate. We have also compostability certifications. Mm. So our fibers are compostable in soil and uh, bio-waste, but also um, are, uh, biodegradable in uh, sweet and seawater. Mm. So. Fantastic. Se uh, several, <laughs> depending what you need. <laughs> so we have different you, certificates. Yeah, you've you got so, quite a few, yeah. Uh, and and um, all the products that you are proposing uh, are sustainable? Yeah, most of our products are uh, sustainable. So uh, we are producing mainly uh, viscose mm -hmm. and uh, we are producing um, it under the brand name Lansing Ecovero in two yeah. sites in uh, Ch China and also in Austria where we mm -hmm. reach the European Ecolabel and also for our tensile, lyocell and modal fibers we are reaching the European Ecolabel so very high mm. environmental standards mm. but we have also a site in Indonesia um, where we are not yet reaching the European Ecolabel standards we have to invest in wastewater technology mm. and also recovery technology yeah. uh, to reach the same levels as at the other sites but um so we reached already a level of 64% of these uh yeah specialty fibers okay lensing ecovero and to, to be to be very um to be very clear um uh, i've got two questions w what is the difference between uh, a modal tensile uh, viscose uh, uh what is the difference for for uh, f so that everybody understand the difference because mm. this is viscose at the, at the end of the, of the day um and and why is it uh, necessary to have uh, so many names for uh, a same product uh, yeah actually these are uh, three different fiber generations okay. and three different fiber types so viscose is a very old technology used a lot uh, for women's fashion for blouses dresses knitwear mm. um, and uh, this fiber has I would say um, also certain properties a certain touch a cer certain drape it has also very good color uptake it's very used often for prints so very popular mm. for prints but it has a disadvantage that it has a very low tenacity so mm -hmm. um, especially the wet tenacity is not very high and also the dimension stability is not very mm. good so if mm. you need a high tenacity then or also a better dimension stability then mm. modal and lyocell have better properties so modal is actually a modified viscose process so the mm. Production process is very similar, mm. uh, but we uh, it's uh, slightly adapted. And for this reason, the dimension stability is better. So it, the fiber tends less to shrink and mm -hmm. also uh, the tear strength is better. Uh, but also what's unique for modal, it's the softness. Mm. It's a very soft fiber and mm. very popular for everything what you wear directly on your skin. For example, underwear, mm. sleepwear, t-shirts, also very nice and blends with uh, cotton can be used even for towels and uh, yeah everything what has to be soft and lyocell is a completely new technology it's mm. not a, um, a, a chemi chemical process it's a solvent process mm. so you know for viscose and modal you need 
several chemicals to solve the pulp. It's a very long process, complicated process, but the lyocell process is very smart. You need just one solvent, which is recycled to almost 100%. And for mm. this reason, it's first from the environmental perspective, a very good technology, but also the properties of the fiber are different. So first, the fiber is very smooth. So you, mm. when you touch lyocell fabrics with lyocell, mm. you can feel it immediately. It's a very mm. smooth and cool touch. Mm. Uh, but also it's, uh, the fiber is very strong. So the mm. name, brand name 10 cell comes from 10 for tenacity and cell for cellulose. Okay. And, uh, so, and this is also a very good pop, uh, property, for example, when you make jeans. So, mm. or, or trousers, there you need a higher tenacity or mm. even technical applications. And every mm. fiber is, I would say, important for the fashion mm. industry, but you have to choose the right fiber for the right, uh, okay. uh application, I would say. Okay. Do, do you have any preference in uh, all of those uh, products? Oh, good question. So personally, I really like to wear Lyocell because yeah. it has really a nice uh, touch on the skin. So I'm wearing a, a Lyocell t-shirt. I'm wearing Lyocell underwear and even my pants contain Lyocell. I have even... Okay. Badlinen with lyocell. So you're very really, convinced. Yeah. Yes, I, I really like it because it's so nice yeah. on the skin and, of course, also from the environmental yeah. perspective. But it's you just are. nice to wear. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Very corporate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. When you work for Lansing, <laughs> after a while, you, yeah. Yeah, you, you get <laughs> you addicted really to the like, product. Yeah, you get addicted. But that's, that's a good life. point. That's mm. a good point. That's the best way to sell it. Um, mm. What makes your, your your company, because this is this is quite a, a huge, a huge, huge brand, um, very well known. Uh, uh, what makes lensing stand uh, st stand out of the others you know w what make uh, lensing so different and so 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 powerful mm. yeah i believe really so i'm working now since 2004 for lensing mm. and everybody who starts to work for lensing says it's a very sp special company culture and mm. uh, the people are special mm. and i think this is very important because people working for lensing they believe in what they are doing they really uh, yeah they also do what they are saying i think mm. the, uh, people at lansing they are very trustful you can mm. really rely in them and it's not um, that they are just telling customers something just uh, for the sake of selling mm. i think it's uh, i think this is very special and this is also reflected in all the certification so all the claims uh, we give so in our sustainability report or also information about about our fibers uh, they are proven by third party certificate studies uh, uh, and whatever so mm. it's really proven it's not just uh, that we um, yeah we really want to avoid greenwashing and mm. i think this is very very important of for course, us yeah. in general hmm? Fantastic. Um, so it looks like you've been, you implemented a sustainability strategy quite a, a long time ago. Um, uh, and, and it's, it's, uh, it's amazing how you are seen as a sustainable uh, company, sustainable brand, sustainable, yeah, sustainable brand, sustainable products. Um, Uh, how come you, you invested so early, uh, in the, in the, in, in the years, uh, in, in the sustainability? 
Yeah, I think we have been really forced. You know, mm. we are, um, our headquarter is in Austria in this touristic region. Mm. And, uh, yeah, viscose production can really cause a lot of wastewater and yeah. these sulfur emissions. And we have been forced by uh, the Austrian government to invest yeah. in this uh, regulation. Yeah. And since then, um, yeah, we re improved step by step. So uh, we are reducing every year our uh, water consumption, the greenhouse mm. gas emissions. Uh, we are investing in renewable energy sources. We are cooperating also with our suppliers mm. that we get also process chemicals with less, uh, which are greener. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of effort. And of course, also R&D is very important for us. Mm. So we have a big research department who are um, yeah looking into technologies. Mm. And um, I mentioned that circularity mm. is very important for mm. us. And uh, it needs also a lot of R&D to, uh, yeah, mm -mm. to, to, to get this forward. Yeah. You know what? One of my questions is, uh, uh, how can the fashion industry accelerate its sustainable revolution? And it sounds like uh, it comes from the politics, from the law, from the regulation, isn't it? Yes, I also believe uh, believe so. So we are in con contact here. Our team is in contact with European brands and retailers, and we see how much impact the European Green Deal has on, on our customers. And they really try, um, yeah, since some years, uh, to increase uh, the, the whatever to to um, use more circular. Uh, mm materials or to really create circular fashion um, and also uh, what kind of claims they make they really try to uh, to avoid greenwashing and i think to accelerate it's really important to join forces mm -hmm. um, it's such a uh, complicated and uh, Yeah, complex topic that mm. you have really to work together. So mm. um, that, for example, the big brands and retailers work together um, to uh, speed up uh, circularity mm -hmm. and also to join forces with uh, fabric suppliers, with garment manufacturers, with fiber mm. suppliers. I mm. think this is the only way to cooperate. Yeah. Uh, you, you mentioned something very, uh, very important and very uh Um, developed at the at the time is uh, greenwashing. Um, uh, how can we avoid greenwashing? When when you talk with um, with your 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 clients, your suppliers, the retailers, the brands, um, what's your advice uh, when it comes to greenwashing? Uh, mm. What's what's to avoid? What's to what to tell? Uh, uh, and how much those people are are ready to be transparent? Yeah, I think uh, greenwashing is an important topic. I think most are not doing this by purpose. Mm. It's just um, yeah, lack of knowledge. And I think information is very important. Mm. And uh, we at Lansing, we are there to support our customers, what they can say, because mm. all our claims are proven, proven by uh, third-party certifications. And we really help the customers to avoid this. So we check their claims and um, I think also in general it's important that uh, the brands and retailers ask for uh, for certificates mm. so that they um, 
really can be sure that it's through what they are saying. And mm. also once, when they want to be sure that uh, the products they are buying contain lensing fibers, so mm. they can ask, for example, for a fabric certificate from lensing. Mm. So we have a certification system and also a licensing system that we offer to our customers that they really can be sure that uh, they get what they are asking mm. for. Mm. And as you said, transparency is super important. Yeah. Uh, I realize when I speak with brands and retailers that they are often buying garments and um, sometimes they know the fabric supplier, but mm. very often they don't know the spinners and mm. uh, it's, there is really a gap in the supply chain. I, yeah. I think it's very important that they know the entire supply chain mm. first um, to have a better control, but also um, yeah, to control costs. So what we realize also very often that our customers or brands and retailers contact us and tell um, us, okay, our supplier told us that they don't get lensing fibers. They ask uh, to use lensing fibers, but the suppliers tell them, oh, we don't get it or it's too, uh, too expensive. Mm. And then, of course, we help them either to find other supply chain partners mm. or to help their supply chain partners to get fibers or find spinners and so on. And uh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because at the end of the day, that's, uh, I mean, you mentioned something very important, you know, uh, using uh, sustainable fibers, uh, as a cost, uh, it's it's a bit more expensive, isn't it? Yes, it's a little bit more expensive, but I st uh, think it's still affordable. Mm. Mm. But sometimes also in the supply chain, sometimes uh, the upcharges are very high. Mm. Of course, our fibers are a little bit more expensive. But of course, when uh, also the spinners, the fabric suppliers, the garment manufacturers get mm. higher margins when they use specialty fibers. And sometimes... Uh, I would say it's a little bit too much. It's sometimes yeah. it's a little bit too exaggerated. Mm -hmm. And then we give some advice what's mm -hmm. still in the limit. And of course, mm -hmm. everybody needs to earn money. Mm -hmm. But of course, it should not be uh, yeah, in the right relation, should be in the right relation. Of course. Um, you know, this podcast is listened by, uh, by a lot of, of designers, of, of brands, of product developers, etc. What do you advise them to, to do if they want to, to use uh, uh, um, one of your fiber? Uh, where to start? Uh, should they talk to you directly or uh, what's the good uh, entry point? No, I think it's a good idea to contact us directly because we mm. have many different fiber types. Mm. And um, I think it, it's first good maybe to, um, to discuss with us what type of products they want to develop, which yeah. fiber is most suitable or also what Uh, kind of sustainability goals mm. they have some want to have mm. uh, want to have a circular um, cir circular products yeah. others want to reduce greenhouse gas mm. emissions mm. or want to reduce water consumption and there we mm. can of course give also advice and then of course we can help them also to find uh, the right fabric suppliers mm. Mm. that mm. they can really fi so to find the right products the, the right fabrics for their products okay will do 
Um, when it comes to 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 sustainability, what what are the the, the KPIs you are you are monitoring? What are the objectives you are you are setting uh, for yourself? Um, on your website, you, there is a there is a, a big sustainability part on uh, on your sustainability strategy. The, mm. the, the the importance of circularity, uh, and you mentioned as well the sustainability targets. In a, in a nutshell, uh, could you tell us a bit more? Yeah, what we are ta um, monitoring is, of course, the wood sources. So um, our uh, wood supply is very mm. transparent. So we mm. know very well where the wood comes from. But we monitor, of course, uh, wastewater uh, levels, um, also the air emissions, greenhouse gas emissions. Mm. And there we have, of course, also goals, especially for the greenhouse gas emissions. Um, so um, we are committed to the science-based targets. Mm. And the goal is to um, reduce the greenhouse gases uh, by 50% until 2030 and to become net zero until 2050. Okay. Mm. What what is the the yeah you just mentioned it but the, the future of uh, of your company when it comes to, to sustainability you, you set yourself uh, uh, big objectives um, uh, what are you developing at the moment is there any any new fibers you are developing uh, something very uh, revolutionary. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if this is re revolutionary. So circularity will stay a big topic within the yeah. next years. We are just at the beginning of the journey, yeah. I have to say. Mm. So at the moment, the refibra fibers, they contain around 30% mainly post-industrial waste. Mm. And the target is to reach 50% post-consumer post mm. waste. And this is really very challenging. Because, um, of course, post-industrial waste is quite easy. You can select uh, the waste. So we are using mainly 100% cotton waste, but we have a joint venture with Södra or a mm. corporation with Södra who are using um, cotton polyester waste. And uh, we are joining forces, of course, to use more and more uh Blends with polyester, with other fibers, and mm. you know, post in uh, post consumer waste can be anything. So any yeah. blend, any dye stuff, different finishes, and this is really uh, a challenge. Mm. Um, first, and we are working also with uh, collectors mm. to to sort the waste. So um, this will take some years, but yeah. okay, until 2025 is a goal to reach 50%. Mm post-consumer waste and of course we are um, the goal is also not just to offer lyocell fibers mm. with uh, uh, recycled content uh, so the next step will be also to offer viscose and modal fibers with recycled mm. content and then we are also working of course on alternative uh, feedstock so uh, we launched last year lyocell fiber together with orange fiber. So we used uh, orange peel as an alternative feedstock. And uh, uh, we have also, this was a limited edition and we will also launch another limited edition with hemp pulp. And we are investigating also mm. other feedstocks. So cool. Uh, mm. Fantastic. Um, you know, we are living in a very, a very... Well, da dark, I would say, dark moment in Europe with uh, with the war. Um, when it comes to uh, to the to the environment, if, I mean, all the signals are, are quite uh, um, 
well difficult to to listen uh is there anything uh, that make you optimistic for the future yeah it's really a very difficult situation i think for everybody mm. and uh, we see also that the consumer sentiment is very pessimistic and mm. uh, we are expecting also that consumers will buy less or can't buy as much mm. as before because they mm. have to spend more money uh, for energy and uh, for the inflation food, yeah. is increasing mm. for food. The costs are increasing. But on the other side, uh, we are optimistic that the demand for more sustainable materials will increase. Mm. Mm. Uh, in general and of course at the moment the situation is not good at all but I think also in, uh, it, I think uh, it will drive even uh, sustainability because mm. people of course. are more thoughtful and mm. of course at the moment everybody has to look for more uh, mm. for alternative energy sources mm. might mm. even mm. help to speed up um, the, our greenhouse gas uh, yeah. emission goals mm. But coming back on the on the final customer, I think it's uh, very interesting. Um, as as we mentioned earlier, you know, uh, at the end of the day, uh, uh, cons, cons, con, I mean, uh, buying products that are sustainable, that are really sustainable, cost a bit more. Um, uh, and at the end of the day, people are buying with uh, what they can afford uh, and with the money they have, and uh, taking into account the inflation, etc. Oh, can you, um, uh, yeah, uh, accelerate this uh, processus of buying sustainable uh, clothes? Uh, um, or, or should we talk to the final customers to to educate them, uh, to to make them understand that um, uh, buying less clothes, uh, uh, better quality and and more sustainable clothes is a uh, is the right thing to do uh, instead of buying. Uh, um, 50, 50, uh, 50 uh, t-shirts a year. Mm. Yeah, no, we are doing a lot here at, uh, at social media. So mm. we are, uh, we have many activities. So for example, we had a very good Earth Day campaign last year or also another campaign, Check What's Good, where we really try to encourage consumers to check what's in your, in their clothes mm. and uh, that they are, um, yeah, that mm. they inform themselves what they are they are, they are buying mm. and uh, also in a engaging way also in a fun way not not mm. uh yeah telling them off or whatever to be too pessimistic and um i think this is uh, very important that also brands and retailers educate mm. consumers also mm. in a understandable and easy digestible way mm. Mm. Consumers don't want to read a full sustainability report. They want to know, okay, this mm. uh, garment is uh, compostable and does not leave any microplastic pollution. Mm. And we have, for example, also a very nice video and on our website which shows that T-shirt in 100% lyocell uh, composts, uh, yeah, in, uh, in very uh, composts very fast. Mm. So we showed, of course, it's uh, very fast. So it shows in a very <laughs> some seconds how the t-shirts compose, and I think this is yeah might Thank be interesting you. for yeah. for consumers. Yeah, yeah, we'll have a look. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. um, let's move to the quick rapid fire question uh, part. Um, one of the question is, uh, what do you want to close the door to in our industry? Yeah, for me, I think greenwashing. 
is most important. Where do you look at to get in, inspired? Um, yeah, I think for me it's very important to talk to our customers, to listen mm. to our customers, what they are doing, what they need from us. Yeah. And uh, for example, Lansing Ecovero, we developed this after their was more and more demand from our customers, from brands and retailers to have information about uh, viscose or to have mm. a more sustainable viscose. Mm. And uh, this is very important. But also I find also very um, inspiring um, technical textiles. So mm. our uh, textiles are used also for technical applications. Um, you can have even uh, yeah, water repellent uh, fabrics with our fibers or packaging or mm. footwear. And uh, to see these uh, new applications for our fibers, I find this is also very inspiring. Mm. Fantastic. Thank you very much. What is the last piece of clothes you bought? Yeah, I bought a hoodie in Lyocell cotton. What else? <laughs> From a German eco brand made in Portugal. And yeah. What's the name of a brand? Armed Angels. Fantastic. Yeah. Who, mm. Sorry, who is the personality you want, you would like to listen to in this podcast? Um, yeah, committed people who mm. do what they are saying and not, mm. yeah, are just telling stories. I think this is, yeah, people I could like trust in. <laughs> like lending, like lending people, right? <laughs> Fantastic. Um, is there anything you wanted to, to talk about uh, we, we didn't cover? Mm. Well, I think we covered most uh, important topics. Yeah. Not, not really. Mm? Fantastic. So thank you so much. Uh, I know that you will be in um, in Première Vision uh, next July. So I, I I hope to see you there. Will you be uh, here in person? Yes, I will be there in person. So we have a, a booth again uh, at Premier Visio. And of course, yeah, we would be happy to see you there. And of course, everybody who, listen, who listens to this po podcast. Oh, sorry. <laughs> of course. Fantastic. Thank um, you so much for your time. It was a pleasure to, to, to talk to you, to interview you and, uh, and see you at Première Vision uh, next July. Take care. Yeah, I look forward to. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast till the end. If you want to support this initiative, subscribe on whatever podcast platform you follow. Just click on the subscribe button, rate it five stars, and leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to share the podcast on your favorite social media. Thank you for listening to Smart Creation, the podcast, an invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion.